Speak between the lines podcast. The shit that's uncool to talk about, we make cool to listen to. Well, uh, Speak Between the Lines podcast, episode 135. It's your boy, Young Rest. Join with J Rock. And what are we signing into? <laughs> Clubhouse. That's a great question. Clubhouse. Mm, Clubhouse. Clubhouse. Yeah, man. This is uh, something new for us. Thought, thought it would be pretty cool to have on a different platform to try to, you know, see if we can spread our wings. I don't know if y'all had a chance to play around on Clubhouse or not, but it's actually a pretty dope app. I have not played on it, but I have seen Joe Budden have a conversation like every 25 minutes. No, I'm like, no, bro. Man. The Joe Budden shit, that's cool. That's my guy. But nah, it's actually some really dope conversations that take place on Clubhouse. Uh, I mean, it's all geared based on who you follow because that's kind of how the timeline works. But I mean, it's anything from, I mean, I've been in NBA talks. I've been in, mm. of course, of course, sports, other sports. But I've been in like black men in mental, mental health, black men in therapy, morning affirmations. Like it's, it's all type of dope shit that happens, happens on here. How to increase your credit yes. score, how to, how to start a business from scratch. Like it's, 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 it's like a, it's like a, like a, like a, a TEDx app in a sense. Hmm. Like, of course, you know, people come on here and they could just talk about whatever and, and do whatever, you know, people on here doing their podcast and all that stuff. But I mean, there's actually some really dope, um, dope conversations that that take place on here i think it's pretty cool right yeah uh i saw one yesterday it, it didn't get popping uh it was is it right or wrong to smash on the first date on the first night but unfortunately it's like i don't know how 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 long the room was open or if they were waiting for somebody to get started but it's like oh man that sounds like a interesting conversation you just get somebody else's opinions on this everyday stuff you didn't hop in there and give your thoughts Nobody, nobody was talking on it. So who was uh, in there? I know it was like it was like nine people in the room, but everybody was on mute. Oh. So, so I was like, I I sat there, I waited like ten minutes to see if the conversation was gonna jump off. I just closed it out because nothing ended up. The conversation never started. You should have. You should have. You should have uh, raised your hand. Yeah, get on the speaker box. Yeah, bro. Mm. Talk about that love below. Yeah, bro. I'm going to do that next time, man. Yeah, man. I'm like, this is a, I, I've seen a lot of interesting conversations. Um, it was one about social media and its place in, uh, in the 21st century and how that can be tied into marketing. I was like, oh, wow. Like, they, they've had some pretty heavy hit conversations in here. Yeah, man. See, right now, like, the app is still in, it's still in uh, private beta mode, and it's only invite only if you have an iPhone. Um, so see, oh. if, see if, if this man would have stayed with Android, we couldn't even done it. Mm. Yeah, no, that's true. That good thing true. I jumped up. Good thing I jumped ship. Yeah, that is true. Um, but a lot of people on the app now, for whatever reason, they are um, business driven and and brand driven, and so a lot of the conversations, at least like I said that I've seen, um, and right that you've run across too, is just, I mean, it's it's just, I don't know, it's just dope shit. It's just dope shit. But I mean, like I said, some bullshit on here too. But it's cool. It's all good in the hood. Yep. Um, how y'all boys been, man? It's been a while since we recorded. Yeah, it's been a good minute, good minute. Hot I've minute. Been, I've been straight. I've been straight. Uh 
I finally got a haircut because I was on my caveman ish for the last three and a half. What is days. a haircut? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the, that that definitely has me. The haircuts are low key therapy, bro. Yeah. Like they really they make a difference. Yeah, bro. The whole experience, man. The whole experience, not being with your barber and then going to your barber, you know, barbershop talk, and then you coming out with a new fresh cut. Nah, you just you come out a new person, bro. Not even Facts. Facts. Barbershop talk is very is very underrated. <laughs> Cause like like it, it definitely so you it can be sports, relationships, money. It's a lot of good conversation that happens there. So I'm, I'm with it. I like it. Right on, right on. Well, um, y'all want to do wins? Ah, oh, man, you know what? So we got to do wins and losses, but you know what we have to do? What? what? We, we got to do... Um, nigga, shit. I don't even, nigga, how about the room not open? Hold on. How about it? We've been this mug big chilling with, with the room locked. Okay, hold on. Let me see how, how open this mug. Oh, you know what I should need to do? I need to make... Um, need to make you guys moderators because you guys are on there as well. Oh, we're important people, yes. right? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, no, we need to do, um, we need to do, um, Google Trends, bro, 2020. Oh, oh yeah, 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 we, do we gotta do that shit. We gotta do that shit. We gotta do that shit. Let's do wins and losses, though. Let's do wins and losses real quick. And then we can, uh, we can run that. Hold on, you wanna let everyone in here? Um, yeah, so... So this is how this so this is how this thing kind of works, right? So your room pops up on I guess people's timeline or in their hallway, right? So mm-hmm. and, and then they can choose to kind of pop in and pop out. So I think of it I equate it to like a big ass building with just rooms and each room has a different conversation going on. So you can pop in a room, see kind of what's going on, have a seat uh partake in whatever conversation was going on, but then you can kind of be in and out of rooms as they kind of happen. So Yeah. Um now you can ping people that come in. So you can you can ping people who are online if you want them to hop in the room if they have the notifications on. Hmm. So that's dope. Yeah, man. So it's 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 pretty cool. Um, like I said, I've never moderated a room before. This is something brand new to me. Um, so I don't know how this works. Like I've seen conversations. I've seen rooms where people it's just nine people in them, but I've seen rooms and it's like a thousand some people in it. So like yep. I don't know how all that shit works, but um, they got a popping in there. No facts, facts, big facts. So, um, I mean, let's run it. Let's let's uh, do wins and losses, and then let's do the Google Trends thing. I got to figure out how to get the soundboard on here, bro. People playing music, y'all niggas have seen music mode. I have I have yet to see it, bro. See, every I time I hear, music it's show, a wrap. It is a wrap. Every time I jump on, I see music mode. <laughs> Literally, not, it, it's probably just the headphones. It's probably just the headphones, bro. Don't worry about it. So all this expensive you, you ass could, equipment over here, and I'm not getting music. You could mode. update your phone. Maybe maybe you need to update the app. Nah, bro. I wow. Did, I did all that. I know. I'm, I'm saying I did all. I, I, I matter of fact, I updated it this morning. Mm, still didn't get that, huh? Nah, man. That must nothing. suck. Yeah, That's bro. Tough. It does. Okay. All right. When's the losses, bro? Nothing else. <laughs> all right. So this week I have a dub, a win. Mm. Uh. Late to my job, you know, as I know, I got promoted to doing coaching, so I'm helping out with new hires, and I didn't realize how much I was going to enjoy just the teaching process. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like I, I actually get to see myself making a difference in people 
have value for, for what I'm doing on a everyday basis now. So that's my win for the week. That's what's up. I like it, man. Um, a reason to, to go into work sometimes. But before this, it's a little rough. <laughs> nah, I feel you. Cause you're still, but you're working from home now, though, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not bad. That's not bad. Um, I got to win, I guess. Oh, yeah, I got to win. I saved um, like $300 changing my own brakes. Nice. Nah, that, that's Boy, big time. That's real life right there. Welcome to the club, sir. How'd it feel? You enjoyed it? No, you know, you know, I, cause I changed, I, I changed Ashley's brakes a long time ago. Um, I remember. I, yeah. And I told myself, I was like, man, I'm not going to do this shit again. This is stupid. I woke up sore and shit. And I was like, I went to Nissan. It was like, yeah, it's going to be um, $350 if you want your brakes changed. It went on um, um, AutoZone's website and saw that the brakes were just 70 bucks. I was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm good. I could do this one more time. It's fine. And, 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 that's, and, and that's my point. I I've never paid for my brakes up this last time because with my back brakes, but hell no, nah. you save so much money. Yeah, bro. And then the car is easier than what it, I would imagine what it was for the truck. The trucks, the trucks brakes were actually fine because it was just the the front brakes, so those were just pads. But she has drums as the back brakes, and oh, I yeah, had the drums you, were tough. But yeah, you you have to pay for them. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. I saw a video online on how to do it, and I was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm I'm good. It's too many springs. It's like no. Nah, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, shit. Between me and Ashley's brakes change alone, we saved about seven hundred dollars just by me doing them. So balling. Yeah, bro. Pay yeah, pay bro. that um pay that uh what you call it hmm. um that car off quicker. That's seven hundred dollars going to the car, right? Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, shit, because it's not going into the brakes. So, um, yeah, man, like you like I kind of said, I think the last episode recorded. Yeah, the goal was to pay off the car, so. That's kind of like what's driving me now. I got to I got to find an extra six hundred dollars a month somewhere to go towards this car. Government trying to give us something, you know what I'm saying? They throwing a, they throwing six, they throwing a little six at us, Bruh. But you see, Trump was like, "Nah, man, my my niggas need they need, they need two stacks, bro." You see that, right? You, you know, that's like, yeah. Had, had you been talking like this before the election, uh, I don't know if Biden would have got it. Yeah, nah, yo. Nah, real talk. I think my boy was getting at uh your boy Mitch McConnell. Your boy, your boy Mitch uh said Joe was president elect. He was like, oh, oh, it's like that. He's like, all right, nah, man, we need two thousand because <laughs> Mitch is the main one who gets it. Oh yeah, shit, yeah, hell yeah, he is. Cold world. And they like, man, shit, man, we can get it, we can get it. So I don't know, man, we'll see. Well, six hundred dollars, dog. That's a drop in the hat, man. Y'all been working on this six months and y'all came over a hundred dollars a month. That's what we doing. Yeah. What like real talk? Keep it a bean. What you supposed to do with six hundred dollars, bro? Bro, that don't even pay rent. Six hundred dollars for most niggas is a car note, bro. Like real shit. Like ir- irresponsible ass niggas. <laughs> that ain't gonna do nothing. No facts. Major facts. It's not gonna do anything. So, I mean, bro, between the car and the car insurance, that's six. That's ridiculous, bro. Hopefully something. Hopefully something shakes. And changes, but I me mean, know shit. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, what about you, bro? Uh, my win. I got a win this week. Uh, my wife uh, and I took the kids uh, and my mother-in-law to the DFW Zoo. Uh, they had the light show, so you get to go through there driving the whip. You turn the lights off, and it's just like 
hella cars, dog. I think, man, it had to be like at least 100 people out there. Like, it was a lot. It was a long line. And it probably took us like 45, 50 minutes to get through the whole thing, but it was fire. You know, and my kids, it's their first Christmas. So, yeah, we had a good time. Did they enjoy it? Well, no. <laughs> they did. <laughs> uh, we enjoyed it. Uh, my uh, son was asleep the entire time. He did not, like, literally, the moment we left the house, out. From the moment we left to the moment we got back. Oh, he had a great time there. So he didn't see nothing. My daughter, on the other hand, she, you know, she's perceptive. She was looking around like, oh, okay, what is that? So, yeah. But I, she took an L, though. In the midst of my wind, she took an L. Because she was awake, but she was on the side where most of the lights were not. <laughs> so she, she oh, literally shit. had to turn her neck all the way. Like, it was nuts. But it was fun. Oh, that's what's up. But I really was like, yo, if one person run out of gas in here, we're screwed. Because there's nowhere to go. It's literally like one way the entire time. Damn. That's what's up, man. Zoo Lights, Zoo Lights is pretty dope. We went in Houston one year, so I can't so. imagine how it wasn't uh, up here. But that's what's I'm up, sure. Man. I'm sure Houston was better. <laughs> I don't, yeah, don't doubt it. Well, it was in the hood. I don't know. Well, I'm sure DFW was better. <laughs> <laughs> man, all right. So so real quick, um, before we get into the book of questions, we got to run Google Trends for this year. Lord. We don't have a good track record when it comes to this. We I know, but it's, it's, it's fun, though. It's fun, though. So what, so what we typically do is uh, at the end of every year, and this is probably going to be the last episode we record this year, um, that Google, set, Google puts out a list of trending topics, and I need y'all to not cheat and don't look, don't look for them while I'm... My hands, are, my hands are not on my phone. I do not trust Rock. Let me just say that. All right. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Okay. I'm okay with that. I'm going to say COVID for everything. No that way. should that no. should get us in there. Everything no. <laughs> COVID, bro. NBA COVID, COVID. No, <laughs> so this actually might be hard, bro. I'm not even gonna lie to you. All right, so so what happens is Google puts out a, uh, a list of trending topics based on different categories of what trended most throughout the year, and I give the guys a topic and they have to guess the top ten. Yeah, we're gonna do ten because this this is gonna be kind of this is gonna be kind of hard. So um, mm. the top ten searches for google of 2020 all right y'all see already no yeah okay all right so the first one is the top 10 um damn okay let's just do okay top 10 searches period for 20 uh 2020 COVID. COVID. (laughs) (laughs) COVID 19 number one okay so so this is actually okay. So COVID coronavirus is two on the list. Coronavirus okay. update is number four, and coronavirus pandemic five. All right. Pandemic's in the top ten. Nah, pandemic they make the top ten. Yeah, for real. Uh, stimulus. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, stimulus check. Nah, nah. Election. Yo, elections in there. Uh, election results number one. All right. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. What else? Uh, Dominion. <laughs> Dominion, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> the election, remember they talking about them uh, Dominion machines changed all the vote. Oh, wow, yeah, so, so, somebody's been doing some homework. Yo, I, I still don't know what this nigga's talking about. You got to watch the news. It's okay. Yeah, you, you you gotta be, you gotta keep up, bro. It's all right. All right, Vince Wayne, the world's still moving. The world's yeah. still moving. <laughs> all right, <Let's> see. <laughs> what else? Oh, uh, I thought COVID covered everything. Uh, top. Oh, uh, Tom Hanks. Chuck no. Bozeman. 
Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman, number nine. Okay, on the list. all right. Okay, Kobe. Kobe Bryant, number three on the list. Damn man. All right, people. Oh shit, we just gonna go down after all the people died. Disney. No, nah, Disney's not on the list. Oh. AMC. Nah. Damn. Uh. Ten more seconds. No, mm. and we got a timer on this. I don't yeah. like that. Yeah. Um. Seconds. Pineapples, what's going on? Uh, NBA. Finals. Nope. Mike Tyson? Oh, no, Nate Robinson. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't believe that. Nate Robinson made that top 10. Nah, Nate Robinson's on the list. Nate Robinson's on the list. Jake Paul. Jake Paul got to be on the <laughs> Yo, no doubt. All right, I got, I got nothing. All right, okay. Oh, PS5, PS5. PS5. Oh, yeah, Xbox One. Okay. Hey, so the only one it. y'all really didn't get um, was Naya Rivera, and then who? Zoom. Exactly. Oh yeah, oh, Zoom, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Zoom's yeah, Zoom Zoom popping. Yeah, Zoom was on one. All right, cool. So, um, <laughs> you see, Streamyard didn't make it. Pause. No shot. <laughs> nah, Streamyard trash. Mm. <laughs> the, the problem with Streamyard, they they we started like wanting to charge, trying to charge people, and that was just wasn't that wasn't it. That's because they knew the pandemic happened. They were like, oh, wait, people need us? Yeah, no, for real. <laughs> right. For real, right? Somebody actually heard my website? <laughs> <laughs> Their numbers went up. They were like, oh, oh, hold up. No, Got facts. The tax Major facts. Major facts. All right. Um, so let's run it. Y'all want to run a book of questions? Yes, sir. All right, cool. So we got book of questions here. Um, we played this before. We've never played on, on Clubhouse. But pretty much we're going to ask... Or the guys are gonna pick a number between one and one thousand. Should we do between one and eight hundred, or give them the whole book? Give them the whole book. Right? Yeah, give them the whole All book. All right, so one through one thousand and one, and the questions can go from lighthearted and easy to extreme spiritual matters. Mm. All right, so who wants to pick? Who wants to pick a number first? So wait, is it just us playing, or can people that are listening in play too? All right, cool. Yeah. So if any, so as people kind of come into the room, uh, what's good, John? What's up, Corey? Um, as people come into the room, if they want to play, just raise your hand, and we'll give them uh, a chance to pick a number. All right. So we playing book of questions. Pick a random number. Questions go from easy to what? Spirit, deep spiritual. Yeah. So so okay. like one through like four hundred or five hundred is like your easy questions. Like I don't know, like what's your favorite color. Um, what type of pizza do you like but then as you get into maybe the 500s through the 800s you get into more personal uh deep like deep inner self uh self-conscious questions um Hmm. and then 800 to a thousand are all spiritual and religious questions so that's kind of how it plays out and whatever number you pick uh i'm gonna tell you what category it is in before i read the question out to you all right that's fair are you playing too uh Nah, I'm actually going to just kind of let y'all play. <laughs> yeah, I'm reading. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to jump in. I'm going to jump in. So, right, cool. um, who wants to go first? I'll jump it. Let's hit uh, 545. Mm. All right, 545. Oh, okay. All right, so Opinions oh, and perspectives. All right, so 545 is why is it sometimes hard to forgive others? Mm. Come on with it. 
Why is it hard to sometimes forgive others? Why is it sometimes hard to forgive others? Come on, Pastor Jay. Um, it, it, it depends on how close you are to that person. And for me, if, 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 it's, if I feel like it's some type of betrayal in it, it's hard for me to get past that. If it's something smaller, it's easy for me to, uh, to forgive somebody, but a personal betrayal for somebody that I think I'm close to, it, it, it's harder to move past. Because you have, that, you, have that, you have that closeness, so you have some type of perceived trust, and then once that's broken, it's not only how do you go back, how do you forgive them, but how do you go back to trusting somebody? Is is the hard part about it? So I think those are two connected: the trust and the forgiveness. Hmm. Hmm. What's the deal breaker for you? Oh, I haven't encountered one. So the one thing with family, I, I, I you, you have to forgive family. Uh, yeah. Why so? Well, because I, I I value family. Like family means a lot to me. Like it may don't worry, it may take a minute for me to forgive you. But eventually, um like I always forgive my family. But like people outside of that is I, I have to have I have to see value in fixing it. For family I see value there. For for somebody else, I may not see that value in even trying to fix it. Hmm. So family automatically gets they get they get the hot joker when it comes to forgiveness. Guaranteed not, joker. Really? That's whack. I ain't feeling that. I'm not either though, bro. Yeah. I don't know, man. I can't I don't know if I can just I mean really? I get what you, if anything, yes, family get to smoke the worst because they they supposed to be the loyal ones. I don't know. I don't, I'm not gonna say the smoke the worst, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Y'all may letting the clip spoil yeah. family. What you talking about mafia life? What do you what? Man, yeah, I don't know, bro. I don't know because I know some family members out there like they they be on some bullshit sometimes and I just be like nah man I can't because okay so uh, all right okay. I think, see, this is this is kind of tough because I feel like, for for inner peace, you should be able to forgive, right? But at the same time, you can't you can't just let people back in the way they initially were in before they did whatever they did to fuck whatever it is that they did up. Mm. Like I still don't think the family gets the trump card, and I I feel like if I feel like because at the same time I feel like forgiveness is more for you than it is for anybody else. Um, but I don't know, bro. At the same time, I still feel like some actions are, I don't know. I feel like some, some actions are, I think it's the action that's, that's tough on the forgiveness side versus who it is that did whatever. Um, I said, like, yeah, I'm not lying. It, 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 the action does matter, but like, you know, my father left when I was in middle school and I moved past it, didn't have the best relationship with my, with my step parents, I was able to move past it. I had hundreds of issues with my brother. I was able to move past it and, Facts. and you know, the same thing with my sisters and to, to throw it back when, when I went through my situation, people showed up who I, I never expected to show up. Facts. Mm -hmm. So 
how, you know what I'm saying, how could I not say, yo, be there? You know what I'm saying, when they were there for me at my worst. So why can't, why can't I do the same for them? Mm. Man, you can. I mean, you could be. <laughs> that was like, well, you can. Yeah, you I don't mean I got to. <laughs> you could be a nigga. <laughs> that, that's that's still on the table. No facts. No facts. Um, Rev raised his hand. So shoot, Rev. So so what? So what we're gonna do is we're gonna let Rev hop on the stage real quick. Um, we are recording, so just make sure that like, you know, you don't say nothing too crazy, or you know, you're under you're under the understanding that we are recording. So we're gonna bring Rev to the stage real quick. I appreciate that disclaimer very much. So yeah, bro. Facts. All right, Rev, what you so, got for us? You want me to pick a question or do you uh, pick a number, rather, or do you want me to give my opinion? Let's do both. Well, yeah, well, well, why did you raise your hand? Why are you here? <laughs> oh, my boy. Um, Go ahead. I'm trying to, like, you know, further expand the dialogue and the conversation and allow this thing to be a little bit more interactive. Yeah, do you think? Yeah. Um, damn, what was the, it was about forgiveness, right? Yeah. What was the question? Said, there? Why is it sometimes hard to for, uh, forgive others? Why is it sometimes hard to forgive others? Yeah. I mean, I think majority of the time is because, oh, man, if, especially when it's something that you don't feel like you would have treated someone that way. You can find it hard to find uh, find the space to forgive that person, right? If it's like, well, I would have done this to you. Um, so the fact that you did this to me and I kind of can't relate to what you did or how you did what you did, mm-hmm. it may make it a little bit harder for me to, for- to forgive. Okay. I'm not mad at that. Do you, mm. feel, like, do you feel like at... Do you feel like everyone deserves some level of forgiveness regardless of what it is they did? Yeah, I think you can. uh, Yeah, I do. I also believe that a lot of times forgiveness is not necessarily for them, but for you to move forward. And a lot of times, like, well, the biggest thing is I think people think if I forgive you that I have to restore you, and that's not always the case. I can forgive you and, and place you over here and we good, but we just don't rock with each other. Like I'm good, no matter how you feel, I'm okay. I can move forward. In my in my heart, I've forgiven you, um, and I can even I can even let you know that I've forgiven you, and then just move on about my life. Oh no, okay, I feel that. I feel that. That's and that's kind of what I was saying. It's like forgiveness is more so for yourself than anything. Like you don't you don't need someone's permission to forgive them. And I think that's the I think that's the best thing that you can actually uh, that you actually you can actually do. So. See, no, that, that actually feels the best when, when you forgive them and they, and they don't want it because now they're hurt by it. So then I get to feel better for doing the right thing, knowing that you salty about it. Mm-hmm. Hmm, I haven't had that one. Yeah. Keep that's, on living. That's it's unique. Gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep on living. Yo, well, like you have the... the nigga that's older than you, you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, but like you have the forgiveness that's like, like Jared was saying, like you have that type of forgiveness to where it's like, I'm good. Like you, I'm gonna let you 
be over there and be angry about the situation, but I'm good. Yeah. I forgive you. I'm moving on. And you think that we have to have like some brawl to settle the matter and then I can forgive you. No, I'm good. I, I forgive you. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. And I'm moving forward. Now, if you still want to be upset about the situation, you can do that. And the thing is, I've been on both both sides of that coin. Mm. I've been the one that has forgiven and the other person is still upset. And I've been the one that forgiveness has been given you know, to me. And I'm upset like, nah, nigga, we still got something to work out. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, Doc. All right. Yo, beef is real. <laughs> All right. Just because you done beefing don't mean that they got to be done beefing. That's true. No facts. Facts. I think I think the only part I was on is just the, the like I've never had someone like not want me to forgive them. Like I think that that's unique for me. Where it's like I forgive somebody, but they're like, no, you're I'm not. I don't want you to forgive me. It's just like mm. because the thing is, it's like when when people and so what can happen is two people can be at it tough and somebody's just not done because they feel as though they didn't get their point across about whatever it is that that oh. is bothering both of them so you have this one person kind of like Revis saying like nah I'm good don't even worry about it you like but nah nigga like no you need, you need to hear what I have to say first before you nah, be I, done don't I, be I, done yet nah I smoked you already yo, I smoked you already I don't like, need nah, to hear nothing yo, yeah, yeah. yo 50 cents a perfect example of that many people have forgiven him he ain't letting go of it <laughs> so yeah man hmm. it's just you know it's it's, it's just kind of it's I, I get what Revis saying cause some niggas just don't, don't be done bro they just be like nah Nah, we not done. Or they can't. Or they can't accept the fact that like where y'all are at, it or how it how it's gonna end, right? Like, okay, I'm good, and I'm all right with us just walking away and not necessarily picking back up where we were at before that this part. thing. Yep. Some people, some people are not okay mm, with that. And that so part. They're like, we still need to work this out. Mm-hmm. We and, and again, like I said, I've been there to where it was like, nah. You're okay. You're saying we're good, and it's like no love lost. We're great. But for me, I'm like, no, I still have some things that I need to work out regarding us and this situation. And then one day you wake up, and it just doesn't bother you anymore. Mm, that's I wrong. See that. Is that fair no. though? Oh, I guess what it really depends on what it is. But should 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 the opportunity for peace be given to both parties involved? That's a great question. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's a, that's a real that's a real good question because it is you you do feel like sometimes you feel like well if they're good but I'm not good then are my feelings being invalidated mm-hmm. like is it is it that the way I feel is is not okay and I'm just supposed to there's two ways to look at that like you can feel like your feelings are invalidated but then you can also feel that um, this person didn't necessarily care what's going on there. No facts. Facts. Now nah, that yeah, because I I can see that especially when it's a situation where it's perceived that both parties are wrong. So by one person move on, it's like okay, well, am I saying that 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 I'm wrong? But at the same time, you you waste a lot of time and energy trying to fix somebody else. Mm-hmm. And at the, at the end of the day, you can only fix yourself. Okay, that's real. That was a good one. All right, who's next? Uh, yeah, I'll rock it. Uh, 747. All right, 747. So we're in the 700s. Category is from the heart. Feeling from and emotions. Yeah. Drizzy. Yeah, so 747. That question is, 
uh, when do you feel the loneliest? Hmm. When do I feel the loneliest? In a house full of kids and babies. When do you feel the loneliest? <laughs> In a full house full of kids and babies. <laughs> oh, yeah, when, no, real talk. When do you feel the loneliest is the question. You know, I think you get the answer. The full house. <laughs> I don't feel the loneliest. Why doesn't anybody understand me? <laughs> Why is nobody checking on me? I'm important too. <laughs> no facts. Oh, big facts. Um, no. Um, when do I feel the loneliest? Hmm, probably when I can't get the PlayStation to go online. That's a that's a tough pill to swallow. <sighs> like when you're trying to like go online and play play the game to stress relief and and PSN acting up like oh, bruh, that is a sunken place right there. Um <laughs> I don't really feel lonely. <laughs> I don't. Like I don't I like I'm always around someone. I I mean I'm more I'm more of the like, can I get my personal space for a second? Yeah. I don't really feel lonely. Like I guess the last time I felt lonely was I was single. Right, right, right. Dang, and that didn't last too long. So, hmm. okay, all right. Yeah, cool. I don't. I don't really have any in depth. I can't speak on that one. I picked a bad question. My fault. Yes, you go did. ahead, Marissa. All right. Oh, Marissa, raise a hand. Marissa, what's good? Um, so we're gonna let, we're gonna let on the stage to talking all this stuff. Just let you know that we are recording a pod. So. Um, and just be mindful of that. You know, just don't come on here like cussing people out if you don't Watch want your you, mouth. You don't want people, you know, having an image of you. You know what I'm saying? Um, okay. Does anybody else want to answer that question while we get Marlissa up here? Uh, it's it's I have a different perspective. I'm the opposite side of race, so I stay by myself, single, but I never feel lonely by myself. Mm-hmm because it's I, i'm i'm always able to reach out to somebody now this year has been the only time that that wasn't true and it mm. wasn't because of the pandemic it was because of the george Floyd, because of the ahmad Aubrey situation there were so many attacks on us as a culture mm. that that made me feel isolated you better talk, boy. Go Even ahead. though I'm calling people, I'm chatting online, I'm going to work, but because of the environment, felt isolating. Like, there, no matter where I go, I'm not safe. Hmm. I but outside of that, being just by myself, I'd never feel lonely. Because, I, you know, I have people I can reach out to if I need to just have a conversation. You know what I mean? Right. But that part, yeah, that really messed with me bad this year. It's funny you say that because we just had a um, at work. We just had a a conversation with that. Um, they put together this panel where like everybody uh, in claims can literally come to talk about this. You know, like how we feel about you know the the George Floyd, the uh, you know the, everything, everything, mm-hmm. like anything that's happened um, racially and that was one of the points that uh i did speak to was the fact that it's like you can't it's like we're expected to like go through these tragedies but then come to work and be like on so like Uh like when we're on like at a meeting 
I can't be like I'm hurt inside because of everything that's going on. But corporate America looks at me like, well, you know, you got to be here. You got to be present. And it's like, well, how am I supposed to be present when y'all not even acknowledging my reality right now? And so that that's a tough spot to be in. So, yeah, you can feel isolated. I know I did, but I felt isolated at work. Mm. So that that's kind of a different spin or perspective on it. I was looking at it from a standpoint of like, oh, well, I don't feel lonely. It's like in my personal life as far as like mm-hmm. relationships. But yeah, in that situation, I can identify with that. Go ahead, my listeners. I'm just listening. <laughs> <laughs> but you you raised your hand. Oh well, again, I didn't know how this worked. Ava, I just sent you a message. I was like, I'm gonna just raise my hand and see if somebody can help me. But uh, this is my first time using the app, so I was just looking for help. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> oh my god! Yes, <laughs> Black girl, fly, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yes, yes. I'm glad you're doing well, uh, Melissa. That's funny. That's um, funny. I think I think you can feel I think you can feel lonely. The loneliest you can feel is when you are um at least this is me answering the question. Um you can feel lonely when you feel uh misunderstood, right? Or like no one understands your perspective or your point of view in something and no one's uh willing to really listen to what you have to say about something. Um, you can feel lonely when, um, you can feel lonely when you feel like you're not doing enough. I've been in that situation. I think, I think the, um, pandemic pandemic to what Jared was kind of talking about. Um, it, it, this year you were really forced to kind of just sit down and not do anything. Uh, but work and listen to your own thoughts in a sense. And so your mind can kind of get into this thing of, I guess, playing games with you in a sense. And you start kind of questioning stuff. Like one, one question, all transparency, one question, one big question I had this year was, was I doing enough as a father? That was like one question. I think me and Rev, we've actually had conversations about this and it's like, damn, cause it's like, man. That's I a hard ask, question to ask. Yeah, but and the thing is, and it's like, I feel like, I feel like at the end of the day, that's probably a question that every father is going to eventually ask himself. Um, and at the same time, it's kind of a, a moving goalpost in a sense. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, yeah, shit, if you don't have, I guess, anybody to to validate that or anybody to really hear where you're coming from or kind of understand where you're coming from, and not anybody to really like. L- I don't want to say listen because people will listen to you, but really understand your perspective, then that could be um that could be a challenging time. So um I think just when you can feel the loneliest is when you feel like you are not heard. I think that's probably my answer to that. So Bravo. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. Rev, you want to jump in on that? Or does anybody else want to pick another another number? I mean, I was apl- I was applauding what y'all were saying because that was kind of Rudy answered the question before like officially answering it as far as like why does no one understand me but that was pretty much the answer like when you're, when you're misunderstood that's when you feel the loneliest mm. major facts damn I did say that okay point yeah you kind of said it jokingly well, but yeah, yeah I was I was, a, I was a gist I was, he got lucky yo yeah. I, let me find out I'll be f- fumbling yeah. over gold <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> mumbling through gems. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, bars. Rev, uh, I'm listening. One of y'all want to pick a number? I'll pick one. All right, let's go. You always want me to go into these deep spiritual revelations. And... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, just asked you, I just asked if you wanted to pick a number. That was it. One man, brother. And one. <laughs> Looking at it. <laughs> no, I'll go with... Uh, I'll go with uh, 843. What's that, area code? The 843? Okay. Oh, all right. 843. So we are in, spiritually speaking, let's get into, um, you know, the spiritual questions. And Rev, so Rev said, one, I just want to just point out that he picked a number, um, <laughs> not me. Uh-oh. And, and he knew... Disclaimers. <laughs> he was here for the description Yo, of what the numbers yeah, were. You, you know, you know kind of how the categories are broken down, bro. So don't even. All right. He about to get hit I with did, a haymaker. I did that intentionally. I'm trying to help create content. Oh, Respect. Man, I appreciate Let's you. Let's get it. Let's get it. Okay. Do you think that scientific discoveries will eventually eliminate mankind's need for God? Why or why not? Ooh, that's good. Um, I would say no. Uh, I'm, I'm one of those people who believe that uh, science and faith can work hand in hand and coincide with one another. Because I think there are times where you can see uh, or you can understand science and then you can see something happen that totally defies what science says should happen. And that helps strengthen your faith in God. Um, and so for me, I don't think that science will ever reach a point to where it will eliminate man's uh, belief nor need for God. I agree 1000%. I think science and I think science and um, God kind of go hand in hand. I just think that it's just, you know, terminology, like where you're from, you know how you could be, be from two different areas and y'all say, two different slangs, but it means the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. Like, so I think that's, top. yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Same thing. Like they say, we say God, they say energy, the same thing. Like from a definition standpoint, like it, 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 it's literally the exact same thing. And I think that Rev hit a, a good point. It's like, all right, so let's say science proves something and then something happens completely left field that defies logic, defies how science has established order. Well, I mean, honestly, that's just something that kind of propels the fact that, yeah, there is a being that does not have to follow the rules, the set rules of science. That's the whole point of him being the being that he is. Like he has the ability to create, to destroy, to he can do whatever he wants to do. That's the whole point of being who he is. So why would that hurt mm -hmm. your belief? I don't I don't I don't. I don't see how that would correlate. Now, I know people will say, well, this proves God doesn't exist. Like, no, not necessarily. Like, for example, like a couple a couple of years back, like 2015, around, yeah, 2015, around Christmas, my uh, mom, she said she was having chest pains. Uh, long story short, she goes to the doctor. Doctor is like your artery. One of your arteries is uh, clogged we're going to have to do emergency surgery, right? Mm -hmm. So they go in, do the surgery or whatever, as they like doing the surgery, they're like, oh, this artery is actually 99.9% .9 clogged. There's a, like, that's how clogged this uh, artery is. And they're asking my mom, like, 
you didn't feel this or like you didn't like have a heart attack but she's like no i just felt a slight pain in my chest so now we're, we've always been a family of faith but like again her heart 99 and that was the exact number that they gave 99.9 percent clogged and nothing happened she just felt a slight pain in her chest that mm. rather if we had not caught it when we caught it she might not be here today but that's something where science the numbers are saying this like this should not have happened yet and still she was seemingly okay uh until they had to do the surgery so it's like you can't tell me uh when i look at the science and when i look at my faith the science helped yeah. strengthen my faith absolutely i agree with that a hundred percent because the odds of things happening like in any situation there there is there there can be some type of scientific explanation but the odds of it actually happening the way it happened to me makes me believe but god even more mm-hmm. so like and that and like that even goes back to people doing magic we know that what they're doing isn't real but when you see it you don't think oh there is a scientific explanation that was amazing that was that was something that most people can do most people just because you can explain the trick doesn't mean the trick doesn't exist you just understand how it works mm-hmm. and, pull, and pull a gun out on one of these scientists first thing they're gonna say oh god like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. calm yourself boy <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> oh my Miss goodness. me with that, puss. <laughs> <laughs> all right, who's uh, all right, who's who's next? Who wants, who wants to pick a number? I got it. Uh, we're gonna hit the uh, the old faithful three one eight. Don't start. Oh, see, players. Uh oh. He picked up on that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. All right. Uh, 318 blast from the past the category question is have you ever seen or called um, a psychic uh no never you know I haven't either yeah have you ever would you ever consider doing it though a psychic no Mm -hmm. okay for what (laughs) any miles out of that yeah no (laughs) Yeah, no I, don't know, I, don't, I don't trust that, bro, to be honest with you. I don't know if I don't, I don't trust that. I know I was at this one spot and there was a psychic there and she was, you know, pulling out the cards and reading people's palms and stuff. And people were just eating it up. <laughs> I think they only eat it up if if the if the psychic is saying something positive, though. Like this nigga flipped over the death card. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Yo. If you have five minutes left. You know what I'm saying? Like seven days. Wait, yeah. what? This ain't real. Yeah. So l- let me ask y'all this on that. Do y'all believe in in psychic and that ability? To tell yeah, somebody's believe, future? Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I believe I believe that cards? someone No. I mean, well, not through Terry. You're free, Terry. Nah. No. Not through cards, but be- people being prophetic and, and having yeah. vision seeing the future. Yeah, I believe that. No, nah, I think uh, I think scientifically it's statistically low, but I mean, yeah. If I believe they did it in the Bible, I, I think it would be kind of hypocritical for me to just be like, mm. yeah. So I don't know, bro. Nah, so the reason why I asked that question, so I, I think I think I told y'all this before. My, my grandmother used to keep 
a journal of her dreams. And so, and I won't say a majority of them, but like 20 to 30% came true. And like it, some of these things would happen like years later or months, whatever, but she would literally have dreams of stuff that would come to pass. Mm. So I definitely believe that it, it definitely is possible because I've seen it. But I think majority of the people, if if it does happen, they they're not cognizant or they're not aware of it. Right. I mean, hell, you can call a lot of stuff. Just talking regular, but I mean, I guess you're saying like people intentionally mm -hmm. are saying like, "Hey, this is what's going to happen in your life." Yeah, or 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 if you have a feeling that something happened, or you have a dream that something's going to happen. Most time, people just forget the dream, or they or they forget that something was spoken on their life. Mm, gotcha. Okay. I don't know, bro. I don't know. They don't be selling me. I feel like it's kind of like one of those things where it's kind of like horoscopes. And I could be wrong. I mean, there's probably people out here that can really just tell me step by step what my life is going to be like. But it's, you know how like horoscopes, they kind of mm -hmm. like just fit everything. In a it, sense? It, it, it's generic enough to yeah. make it fit. Mm -hmm. it's, it's generic enough to make it fit. And then it's like, oh, yeah, that that's my life. That's me. Yep, that's me. But I mean, but see, I be feeling like that's inception. Like, okay, so I'm gonna tell you your day is gonna be like this, and then you're gonna spend the rest of the day looking for stuff to validate that thought. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But maybe that's a good that. thing, though. Maybe maybe that's maybe that's it can be used as like kind of a mindset tool because now you're mm. focusing on something positive versus letting the day kind of just happen in a sense. Mm -hmm. um, that's what the horoscope's good. <laughs> Today's gonna be a horrible day for you. Stay yeah, inside. Yeah, 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 nigga, don't go out. <laughs> oh, look, it's raining. All right, who? Uh, rock, not rock. Res. Uh, is blast from the past like a whole category? Because yep. I'm kind of interested in that. What's uh, the crowd? That didn't feel like a blast from the past type question, but okay. Three hundreds. All three hundred. I I'll go three ninety five. I'm interested in the past. All right. Well, what are your best or worst childhood memories of going to a zoo or circus? A zoo? Are these black questions? What? <laughs> <laughs> you just came. You just came from the zoo this weekend, right? Okay. Well, my best memory was last week when I went. Childhood, Give me another question, bro. Childhood memory. Bro, I think I don't even remember being at a zoo as a child. Uh, Y'all didn't do that in school. Right. Nah, give me another one, bro. That's whack. Okay. Uh, What's another one? Um, three ninety nine. What lesson did you have to learn the hard way? Hmm. <laughs> what lesson did I have to learn the hard way? Um. Wrap up. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Got that two for one. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> not hey, we got what? <laughs> Hold on, guy. We didn't sign that up for got this. That, that one, two. They got that two piece and a pepper, boy. Nah, go ahead. My fault. I messed, I'm sorry. I, I didn't on your question. My bad. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna mute myself. You're not wrong, no. <laughs> yeah, wrong. Yo, um, <laughs> no, nah, probably uh, 
um, hardest lesson. That was a question, right? Hardest lesson I had to learn. Mm-hmm. You learned, uh, was, you learned uh, the hard way. Oh, you oh, learned the hard way. Lesson I learned the hard way. Oh, you don't know everything. Uh, so you never know. Like it's it's rare that you get the full story when it comes to a conflict. And um, I can relate this to my mother and father and them separating because I remember, you know, they separated when I was uh, in fifth grade and it hurt my heart. And I had this bitterness to my dad for so long. Like, I mean, I gave him hell and he was always, you know, trying to be there. Like he would drive down from Louisiana uh, to Dallas on the weekend just to see me. And I remember like he would come, he would take take me to like putt putt golf and everything like that. We we would play arcades and everything. I'd be so happy. And then he would leave, you know, like he'd have to go back, you know, because he has to go to work the next day. So I only saw him for like a couple hours. And like like I I very vividly remember being on that stoop in front of the house crying, watching his car leave. It kept happening over and over again until I didn't cry no more and I just got bitter. And I always blamed him. I always blamed him for the divorce because I didn't understand like what all went into it. You know, you only get the side of the story that basically of the person you live with, right? Mm-hmm. And so, growing up as I began to mature and have conversations with him, um, I was eventually able to peel out more and more of what happened then i would talk to the aunts and talk to uncles and talk to cousins and then this whole bitterness and anger that i held for all these years like over a decade all of a sudden got replaced because like now i have context you know what actually y'all both messed up like this kind of makes sense now like being a grown man i can understand you having to make that decision i can understand her having to make that decision and so i wasted a lot of time and a lot of years and a lot of conversations that went left because I, I had a chip on my shoulder from something that I didn't even fully understand. And I think the best, like, I, I always learned a lot of life lessons through anime. The best show I can uh, equate that to is Attack on Titan. And no spoilers, but um, part of the story is you see a conflict from one side for like three straight seasons. And then in the fourth season, they begin to show you the other side and what kind of perpetuated the story even happening in the first place. And then you understand the perspective of the people that you originally hated. And you're like, how could you actually do something that like despicable, like that, that like evil? And then you understand from their perspective how they got moved into that position. Some of them unwillingly got moved into that position to actually do those things and Mm. so that was a life lesson i had to learn like the hard way it's like like very rarely do you get the full scope of everything same reason we got to ask god you know for guidance and for clarity because a lot of times we only see you know not even we may not even get half the story no that's very true that's very true damn that's good um Fill right. my quota. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, number jokes from here on out. Rev, yeah. uh, Rev, you still on? You want to? You want to pick a number? Um, I'll go with two one zero. Oh. 
I figured you would. Hey. <laughs> Y'all are y'all bang bang bang. I'm gonna say y'all this child. I'm gonna say it. All right. So this is this is um this question better not be whack. Yo. <laughs> so when when, when the three one eight question whack? What was the three one eight question? Now we got my, I, I, hey, I, I got my job. It was the uh psychic. That was a whack question. You just stretched it. You just talked yeah. it all the time. <laughs> hey, question. you do what you gotta do. All right. So we gonna we gonna compare the three one eight question to two one zero. I want to see which one's better. All right. Um, so two one zero is preference as a category. Likes, dislikes, and favorites. Two one zero. Are you more of a dog person or a cat person? Boo boo. Both of these questions trash. <laughs> Are you kidding me? What? Dog. Let him answer his question. Let him answer. Dog. I believe person. I believe that uh I believe cats are the are the spawn of Satan. So yeah, I'll go with dog. <laughs> yeah, Cat, cats are actually pretty cool, bro. <laughs> uh, I'm good. I'm good. Cat, cats are they're they're, pri- they're too prideful. They think they act like they're running stuff, and you're not gonna treat me like that in my own home. That <laughs> 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 you pay the bills in. I ain't mad at you, bro. Exactly. All right, baby. I really wanted to. I really wanted to uh, give my answer to Rudy's question because that was a really good question. Sure, okay, go, go for it. it. Uh, I guess uh, the lesson I, I had to learn the hard way was that you have to uh, learn how to control your emotions, or your emotions will control you. Mm, yeah, that is a good one. That is a good one. Oh, bars. Oh, um. It's okay to not be okay. I had to learn that the hard way. That's a good one. That's I, really good. I remember when you said that. Go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I haven't picked one. Maybe I should pick one. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm gonna go with seven fifty nine. Seven fifty nine. Okay, uh, seven fifty nine from the heart. My question is: Do you use the word love freely and often, or selectively and seldom? Explain why. I use it very selectively and seldom. I gotta explain why too. Um, okay, so so I'm a person. Um, and I'm actually trying to get out of this mode, but I find myself, I find it difficult to be attached to my emotions. And I feel like using the word love, there has to be some sense of emotion associated to who or whatever you're telling that thing to. Um, so I guess when I do use it, even though I use it seldomly and selectively, it means more because I use it seldomly and selectively because when I do say it, um, like I legit say it because I'm someone that's not one. I'm someone that's just not going to just tell you something. And two, I'm someone that's working on being attached to my emotions more so I can like, I don't know, just feel more and do more. So, um, if I tell you, I love you, like I legit love you, like Rev, I love you, Jared, I love you, Rudy, I love you. Cause I, I sincerely do it. But, um, as far as 
just saying it all willy-nilly like nah i feel like the word's too strong of a word and i feel like in a sense it can be watered down um but i just feel like certain words bro they they should be reserved for certain things certain occasions and certain people and i think love is one of those words so that's my answer Mm. let me ask you a question did you hear love growing up a lot um not that i can remember not that i can remember not that i can just be like oh yeah like yeah i remember saying hearing it then and hearing it there like nah not really yeah um i'm pretty similar to that way but most people i know who are like that is almost how it's taught that men don't cry men don't show emotion so when you heard it it, it you knew it meant something mm-hmm. you know uh you know you know most people you hear it more from your mother than than what you hear from your father but when you hear it from your father it meant something to you it meant something different mm-hmm. because he did, he doesn't say it every day to you so i i, I get that right and, and in that you kind of understand the importance of being told that you are loved you know what i mean mm-hmm. like Alani, i yep. tell Alani i love her every day you know what i'm saying so it's like like you need to know i don't know, you need to know that people like love you you know what i'm saying so yeah. uh i don't know that's my answer though so thoughts comments concerns or somebody want to pick a number i think we run this a few more times Mm. Well, first of all, comment. Um, I appreciate you because I, I I agree with you on that. Um, we do use that word really loosely. At least I know I've used it in the past, and it could be something as simple as like I got love for you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that don't mean I love you, but you know I got I like I'm still kind of you know diluting the word a little bit. Um. But I, 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 I know that when you say that, like, you truly mean it. So I appreciate you, bro. Like, and, you know, I'm not going to get into the stuff because it's our first time being on here. But, yeah, I, you know, I love you, bro. I have, a, I have a question for Rudy. Yeah. So you say, I have love for you. It's not the same as I, I love you. Those are two completely different things. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. I just wanted to get insight. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. Two completely. So, like, if someone says, I got love for you, that's like, that's like the the I like you of like the streets. <laughs> like, all right, you know, you cool, but yeah. you ain't you like, I don't love you, nigga. Like, I'm not doing nothing. I'm gonna put my life on the line for you. No, I got love for you. Right on. See, there you go. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I mean, that means I'm like, I'm a fan of what you do. Like, if you're talking about an artist, like a lot of times or like a basketball, like, you know, I got, I got love for the, you know, Steph Curry. You know, I got love for like, like, cause I appreciate their talent or I appreciate what they, they do. Or you tell a friend or, you know, like, oh yeah, I got love for you. That might be an associate. <laughs> I don't mean they like you inviting them to the cookout. I mean, I guess for me, because it's, that's a word that like John was saying, like, okay, when I use it, I use it. But for me, it's something that I use selectively, but right. often. Right. So I'm, mm. I'm selective with it. But for those people who I do love, I let them know often that I love them. Hmm. I agree. So I, I am I'm very similar to you in that regard. Like I, I, I am a big proponent because just because I've I've seen so many people leave like that. In my opinion, they left early. You know, obviously, God had a different thought process, but I've seen so many. I just know tomorrow I ain't promised. So like I, I openly express to people like that feeling. 
But um, yeah, I, I do think that we do not we, but society as a whole, we're we're lazy in language a lot of times, and so we just substitute love. Like I know people that say, you know, I'm in love with a girl, you know, on the first date, and they ain't gotten their first argument yet, so they don't they ain't even feel tested nothing, and that's possible. But again, like, is it likely? And then they, do, you know, they they break up like a month later. I'm like, my God, you just told me you love her. What happened? No facts. Facts, facts, facts. It's a lot of that going on. Uh, niggas trying, niggas trying how do you date in the pandemic, bro? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, I I'm really perplexed at like, cause like, you know, back in the day, I ain't, no, I'm not trying to sidebar, but like, I'm just real quick. Back in the day, you know, you had to worry about like. Okay, the STDs, you know, all this stuff. You gotta deal with a pandemic. You don't know if the person you're dating's got COVID. Like, how do you date in this environment? Is that a thing? Do people still do that? A lot of, a lot I mean, of, a lot of it's people still, it's, it's people who go out to the club every weekend still. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm tripping. <laughs> so, yes, it happens. It's, it's just what are you concerned about? What matters to you? <laughs> yeah, I think I think I, I think probably more so now it's probably easier than it was at the beginning of May. Of yeah. When you couldn't go nowhere and everything was Zoom meetings, my nigga. Like nigga, <laughs> you wouldn't hop in on Zoom at house party, you didn't see nobody. So Cake it on house party. <laughs> no facts. <laughs> Trying to play card games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who uh whose goal is it? I think it's rock. Let's hit Let's hit seven fifteen. Seven fifteen. All right. What's the silliest thing you've done in the name of love? I'll feel comfortable answering that question. <laughs> oh, the silliest thing <laughs> I've done for love. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I said 714. Uh, I said 714. You weren't listening. What's the silliest thing you've done in the name of love? I can tell you, I can tell you mine. I already know what mine is. What's well, your somebody, question? I paid uh I paid somebody's rent. In the name of love? What? Yes. Wait, hold up. You paid a chick's rent. Where, bro? Work? How, much, how, much, how much was, was the rent? Yeah, yeah. Hold on. There's levels of this. How much was the rent? It was. It was on like it was. It was four thirty. Four hundred thirty. What are you in college? <laughs> four hundred thirty dollars. Yo, rent's what? different in Freeport. Yo, rent's better than three one eight. I can tell you that right now. Four hundred thirty dollars. He was playing like a rack. Four hundred fifty dollars. Nah, that don't count. You weren't even in love. Shit. You was doing a solid. Oh my gosh, bro. Are you serious? What? Mm. Bruh. That's what's up. Well, I'm not gonna ask her name, but like, okay, how deep was this relationship? I won't talk about that part. I was oh young. My God. I was fresh, young. Fresh, stupid. fresh off of POF. <laughs> fresh, fresh off of POF, he just got the digits. Yeah. She was like, "Oh my God, need can you help me pay my rent? I only need Bro. half." That's funny. That's funny. my G. That, that's that's cool. The crazy thing, I know, world. Red was actually uh, present for mine. I drove from uh, Denton to PV off the rip, like after a uh, a bank <laughs> one day. What? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh 
rip. Yeah, off the rip. Off the rip. We were at a Contest. banquet. How long of a drive is that? PV to Denton is at least like close to four hours, bro. Nigga, you don't trip for God damn. Can I, can, I tell, can I tell this story? Please oh tell the story. Gosh. Hey, so, you opened it. You shouldn't have said nothing. <laughs> so, okay, me and John, we're, we're at work, right? And at this time, we're RAs in college. Right, so we had a meeting. We had like a team. We had a a team meeting, and we're in this meeting or whatever. And usually after the meeting, especially when you're in college, you get we got we get through with the meeting. And it's like okay, what are we get ready to do? What are we gonna eat? What do we? Where we gonna go? Party? Whatnot? So we get through with the meeting, and I look up, and me and Eli is like, "Yo, where's John at?" And I can't find him anywhere. I called him. I said, yo, bro, where you at? Oh, man, I'm on the road. I got uh, to make it to PV. You know, I got some situations going on. <laughs> I feel you. Situations. I feel you, brother. <laughs> hey, bro, hey, dude, dude hopped in his car. And, hey, I don't oh know if he stopped again. Dude hopped in his car. It was just on the road. On just 45, zoom. bro. I was like, hey, man. It was, hey, it's love, bro. It's love. It I get it. I get it. I was driving back. I was like, I'm never doing that again. That was so stupid. I can't be like that. Well, you well, again. No, that means it wasn't worth it. The prize at the end of the road wasn't. <laughs> oh, no. I, I got there and it was, it was stupid. We was just arguing. But, you know, we ended, it, I mean, I ended up marrying her. So, you know, that that paid oh. off. Oh, well, oh, wait a minute. Th- 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 it's not stupid, dude. Yeah, what are you oh, talking no, about? It was, it was definitely ridiculous, bro. <laughs> he drove four hours for argument, though. <laughs> <laughs> I drove four hours to marry my wife. Well, okay, yeah. Maybe that's what did it, though. Like, maybe if I didn't drive, and see, this is the part of the story that Rev don't be telling. He just like making fun of me. Maybe if I didn't drive, <laughs> then we probably wouldn't be buried right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Clean exactly. it up. Clean it up. Do your PR. You drove four hours to argue. No, nah, we did. Like, you, you got there. You, I mean, hey, at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter because, like you said, you won. But argue, all I'm see, saying is. Arguing wasn't on the menu. But before I got down there, the argument was probably not surprised. Hey, hey, it wasn't on your menu. It was on her menu. You know how, like, when you get the bill and they already add the gratuity? That's exactly what it was. Yo. (laughs) My boy walked into an ass whooping. (laughs) Oh, man. Rolled up excited. Facts. Facts. Ardrisha, what's up? How you doing? Hey, how you doing? Good, yo, good. Yo, just yo. to let you know, we are recording the pod, so I just want to let yes. you know. Hey, turn up! I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Why y'all laughing at me? I like the energy. I like the energy, yeah. though. Uh, so, so we're playing. Book Look at of, me. Why y'all laughing? <laughs> yeah. So we're playing book of questions. It's a, a book of a thousand. Is this the book questions. that you sent me? It is. Oh, it is. It is. So, you want to pick a number? Yes. Be careful. Right. Now, the higher the higher you go in numbers, the more the deeper. Exactly. There you go. I feel like I'm a deep question. Y'all ready? Okay. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Number three. Oh man! Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo! If this is a what's your favorite movie, you better say coming to America. But other than that, oh my gosh, are you serious? Three? Hey, you really want to go with yeah. three? No. I got to scroll to it. You know, he's, he's all the way. That boy all the way in the 800s. Okay, wait. So while he scrolled, can I say something? What's up? Go for it. John, do you remember when you sent me this book and I told you the person I was dating, we went through every single question and then it didn't work out between me and him? Oh, I remember oh. that. 
I remember that. <laughs> I, I, I sent you this yeah. book so you could play that game with me. Yes. <laughs> and he said, He got work on his answers. The whole book. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, y'all went through the read? whole, but y'all went through the whole book. We went through every single question. I kid you not. He love you. Oh <laughs> no, he don't. Gosh. That's, that's a lot that's of a thousand questions, yo. Like, see, but had he drove four hours, every he would. Single one. Did y'all answer every single one, or y'all just like? No, ready? we y'all... answered every single one. It wasn't like just you know a week. Like it was over some time. Oh, whew. okay. God bless you. I'm not even gonna lie. How man. many? This how many answers did get wrong? <laughs> yeah, really right. I mean, there's a reason why we're not together now. But I mean, you know. So y'all went, through the, so y'all went through the whole book. It wasn't one question in the book that you were just like, "Oh yeah, nah, this is a deal breaker." Uh, I think it was mostly just the like the religious stuff, like kind of in the back, like what do you believe, or just like what do you want your future to be, like those kind of deep questions, like how you deal with family. It was something back there, and I was just like. I don't really know about this. Oh, you, you didn't want to. You didn't want to help him through his uh, childhood trauma. I just feel like that's not my responsibility because that's my own personal responsibility. <coughs> I can't grow you up too. Mm. Mm. Bars. I mean, I do should be having some bars. Yeah, that was fire. That was fire. <laughs> Don DeMarco. All right. Are you ready? Are you ready for your your question? Are you really? Oh, gonna, is this you, to me? Yes. Are you willing to do three? You want to do three? Oh, I didn't know it was to me. Okay, I'll pick a different one. Um, mm-hmm. I can go up I'm, to a thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Let's I'm, I'm curious though. What's number... three? You said what's three? Yeah. Yeah. Just out of curiosity. You, you uh, scrolled all the way down. I did. What? So number three is what's something you won and how did you win it? Keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it moving. <laughs> okay. Let's do number two hundred and eighty-four. We're still in the shallow end of the dream pool, but okay. Yeah, we still, you know, three Okay, feet, wait. God dang. Feet. Wait a minute. It's wait no a, pressure. What number does it oh, start no. to get deep at? It starts getting deep at <laughs> five, really 600s. Starts See, getting that's deep. all you had to say. Okay. Give me 602. Why y'all laughing? It's, it's funny. It's yo. That is a, hey, that's a good quote. That's a quote. That's a go-to. You said 203? I said 60. Oh, 603. 603 is what you said. I don't know. At this point, you can't keep me accountable. All right. 603. Uh, What phobias have you struggled with? (gasps) Oh, my God. I'm aviophobic. You're what? Aviophobic. Like, I don't like airplanes. Word? No, I'm very aviophobic. And it was, I got it in the fifth grade because of 9 11. I don't like flying. Seriously. So you haven't been flying? I have, but I get very drunk before I get on a flight. For real. And my theory that is, is a yes, thing, my theory is if something happens, I'm gonna have me a good time on the way down. I just feel like it'll feel like a roller coaster because I'm toe up. <laughs> huh. you, know, you know, you know, you know, flight is like the safest way to travel. I heard, but also human error. So what's funny is five days ago I was on the phone with somebody and he was telling me about his friend who's a pilot who had a panic attack in the middle of a flight. Oh. He no longer has his job. Like how you fly in the plane way up there in the high altitude, and you done had a whole panic attack because of height. Like what? Bruh. How you have no. a pan- so obviously you just got scared of heights in the middle of your flight, bro? He got he got he had a whole panic attack in the middle of a flight. Something wrong at home. 
He, he probably got a text. Right. <laughs> 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 it's something landed in this city. Nah, some some happened. Error on that part of why yeah. something not happening or something nah, going he, wrong is usually human error. You a veteran pilot and you done panicked? Yeah, he got that text message. He, he, he saw he saw an IG story or something like something. <laughs> something, <laughs> something went left. Yeah, he got the it's over tags. He she taking the kids. Yeah. Something had to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think you're sick, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, yeah. In them hotels. I mean, I get it. I get it though. You you can be not afraid of something, and all of a sudden, like something. I don't even think something has to happen, bro. But all of a sudden, you just like terrified of some shit. Like in Arjusi's case, it was nine eleven that kind of did it. But I don't. So, I feel like some some shit can happen to where like all of a sudden you're just afraid of something, or it just come becomes a phobia. I don't know if it can be through something like you watched and subconsciously you become a, it becomes a fear to you, but like, but I mean, even still, becoming afraid of heights while you're flying is ridiculous. It's just ridiculous, man. Okay, one uh, one more question for everybody. Sure, go for it. All right, uh, Jared, you go. All right, let's hit eight fifteen. Eight fifteen. 8.15 is spiritually speaking. Mm. Is God dead? Explain. Is God dead? No. The song says he lives. He lives. He lives. Okay. But no. Uh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, but no, seriously. Uh, no, God's not dead. Because I've seen too many examples in my life that the only explanation that I have is God made a way out of no way. So for me... That's his no. God lives and he is still here with us. Among us. Anybody else want to chime in on that? Yeah, man, I played Among Us for the first time this week, dog. That mug was fire. Anyway, um God. <laughs> uh is it was he dead? Or is he dead? Is God dead? Past, oh, okay, because I was like, was he dead? Like, yeah, the, I mean, he died. But yeah, I mean I don't know where we're supposed to go from this. I think everybody's in harmony. That, that yeah, he's alive. He's here. All right. Uh, <laughs> Red, I mean, your, like, what are we supposed to do? What's your question? I think a better question is: Does anybody think he's not here? And then we can kind of go from there. Does, does he not? I would say this group of people think that. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm. I'm just speaking for the room. Like. Have, I, okay. Oh. I, have y'all been in arenas where someone thinks the opposite? Oh yeah, oh, absolutely. Have y'all conversed Never with like spoken. what's the conversation like with with these individuals? If y'all had it with them, like go for it. who's going? Artricia. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, uh, I worked in ministry, so obviously I got it a lot. Uh, just being in ministry from with teenagers who I worked with predominantly saying I don't believe in God because of X, Y, and Z. What I noticed most of the reasons and why they didn't believe in God were so circumstantial of I don't believe in God because this happened or I don't believe in God because I saw this happen. If God is so good, why did my granny die of cancer? If God is so good, why did this person get shot and killed? But I'm like, these are the same kids who clearly have not read the Bible where there's all types of genocides and slavery and rapes happening. So I'm like, God is still real even in that because we're still human. But I think it's about biblical literacy at that point. That's kind of how I have to talk about it with people who have their doubts and their, uh, I guess, misunderstandings about God in the Bible of just 
having them read and just see what's in it. Hmm. Mm. So let me let me ask you because you're you're deep into the Bible. Is have you? Well, let me ask you first. Have you always been that way? Can I ask you? Can I ask you like some questions? Are you not like? Am I okay? Yeah. Okay. How, how? Yeah. I mean, you know, I was in school for my master's in Christian education, right? Right. Right. Yes. No, I do. Mm. I'm 22 hours left. <laughs> Listen, I got to go fund me. Anybody listening, if you want to contribute, GoFundMe is up. What is your GoFundMe? Put the link up. Yeah. I need, I, I need to put the link up. I, see, my school see. tuition is twelve thousand to finish my last 22 hours, Lord Jesus. But go ahead, John. Gosh. Okay. So when did when did that become a, a thing for you? Because that wasn't your study at North Texas, was it? No, my study at North Texas was uh, kinesiology. Okay. And then, when did three years ago? What is this? Twenty, y'all. My math, bless my heart. Twenty eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, it was like twenty eighteen. Uh, I went to start my master's. Okay. Uh, yeah, twenty end of twenty seventeen, early twenty eighteen. Yeah, is when I started my master's program. Okay. So in, what? In a Christian ed. What what made you switch to that, or what made you? Because for some <clears throat> people, I feel like for some people, the the Bible can be a tough and intimidating read. But you, I feel like, are in it pretty well. Rev is in it pretty well too. So I'm just trying to figure out, like, man, like, how does how does how does something like that happen? You know what I mean? Like, how do you become? Yeah, old, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, for me, it was more. I was just very inquisitive. So you know, my sister had died when I was 20. Mm-hmm. Um, so. It was, will be nine years ago in January or February. So at that time, I had more questions than I had answers because what wasn't making sense to me was how somebody who's 29 years old can just wake up dead. <laughs> Let me wake up dead. <laughs> yeah, I can wake up and they be dead. So I just had a lot of questions for God. And it wasn't really why did this happen? It was a lot of questions of what is about to happen to me when I'm gone? Because I recognize that one day I will also die. You just don't know when. So I just started to really question a lot about afterlife. And I had to sit there and close my eyes and imagine what is life after this? Is there life? Is there nothing? Can nothing exist? So I had a lot of questions, but I also didn't realize that even me asking those questions was the practice of theology in itself. So when you go to uh, <clears throat> seminary, which most people will not, that's all theology is, is just questions about God and who he is and his existence and just all these questions that truly don't have a real answer to them. Um, So the more you think and question about God and Jesus in this afterlife, the more questions you'll end up having because you don't get answers like at all. Um, And so I really just kind of threw myself into church. I will say in the beginning, it was kind of more out of a desperate place of just I needed comfort but in me going to church for the wrong reasons, I truly did find Christ in that. And I, I read the Bible more than I actually kind of held on to what the preacher was saying. I was not somebody who uh, idolized the preacher. Like I understood that he was still a human. He was probably out here acting the fool when he wasn't in the pulpit, just like I was. So mm-hmm. I wasn't ever really church hurt, but I really put my faith into what I was reading. And I was like, what I do know is death is promised. What I also know is that we humans are messed up. So what do you believe in this life? Because I refuse to accept this idea that we all came out of thin air. Like none of that makes sense. But Jesus coming, dying, raising uh, from the dead and then ascending up to heaven makes a lot of sense to me. And so that kind of pushed me into um, 
school when I went to go get my master's in Christian education because I always said, I wish the teenage version of me had somebody like me to mentor back to them. Like, I feel like my life would have been just so different in my early years had somebody who knew these things had been more proactive. And even if they weren't telling me about Jesus, but they were just being more proactive and telling me just about life more from a mentor standpoint. Maybe I would not have been somebody who was trying to commit suicide all the time. Maybe I'm not, or maybe I would have not been somebody who struggled with just a lot of things like family issues, my own personal issues. Like I think more adults need to do better at being there for people and being present. So to me, ministry is not just, I'm going to tell people about Jesus. That's not solely why I went to school. I want to understand what's in the Bible, but I also want to be equipped spiritually and mentally to be able to just be there and be present for other people who are going through their own different uh, trials and traumas. Mm, wow. That's beautiful. I, I See, and first off, I, I keep telling you that you need to start a room on Clubhouse and you, you, you plan because <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like I feel like you have you have really a lot to say and you have a gift that's unique. Um, and I feel like you should live in your gift. You know what I mean? I feel like I feel like you can really help out a lot of people. You may think I, I'm joking when I tell you that, but no, I sincerely do. Um, man, that's intense. That's intense. And to me, that's like the most fun stuff. Is it? Is it? That's so fun to me. Do you know how many nights? Like, I don't <clears throat> really tell many people about half the stuff that I was having to walk with people through. But it was a situation. She was 15 at the time when I started volunteering. She's about to be 20. Or she just turned 20. She'll be 21 next year. But this girl essentially lived at home by herself because her parent was very negligent. Like, I went to go pick her up one day for school to surprise her for her birthday and take her out for breakfast. And she was eating like she hadn't ate in a while. And I said, why are you eating like that? And she was like, I haven't eaten like two weeks. I said, excuse you? I said, oh, my mom's not here. It's like, where's your mom? I don't know. Oh, wow. Like kids were wow. neglected at the school that I was at. And I happened to be at a school where there was predominantly Hispanic kids. So the minority were actually the black people. The <laughs> predominant group were the Hispanics. But it was at the same time when... Trump was coming into office when he was doing all that deportation. I kid you not. We had a ton of homeless children because their parents were deported. Oh, wow. Yeah. I can only imagine. It was uh, awful. So, and we were in a district with, um, Oh God, what were those schools like Hockaday, um, Jesuit, you know, like those types of school Hillcrest, uh, WT mm -hmm. white, like these predominantly white schools. And we just happen to have the minority schools. So when we would get together for all area type of stuff, these kids could not relate with the ones that I was volunteering with. They were living under a rock and thinking, oh, I'm voting for Trump. I'm doing X, Y, and Z. But I'm like, these kids are already living the the pain of what this man is causing. But people didn't see it until clearly now when people like just now waking up to it, but I'm like, they saw it before he was in, even in office. Let's build this wall. But I'm like, these are their families. Right. Exactly. And they're 15 years old. So I saw it so early on before he was even fully in office. So I'm just like, bruh. And that kind of segues to what I was going to say, because like you, we, the question was about like, do people believe, you know, God is dead, right? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Right. I think like just the conversations I've been engaged with, uh, especially the last, I want to say three or four months, I think poli- people believe in God a little too much because they're associating God with things that are clearly not like, like, do you know how many arguments I've gotten into about how Trump was like, is basically God's angel and how he is basically, like just because he's the president of the United States that is for God and for country that everything he does is right. And so like, I'm like going back and forth with people who are literally saying, well, you know, you're, you're not of God because you, you, you wouldn't be calling him out on that. Like, wait, what? Hold up. <laughs> wait, that's not how this works. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? There's no discernment. Like, but people, they, they will throw God on everything. I'm like, fam, like, just look at the kids in the cages. This ain't hard. What are we doing? What are we, what are we talking about right now? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, a lot of, a lot of people, they, they attempt to use Christianity and God as uh, a, a manipulation tool. You know what I mean? Even in elections and stuff, which like you were kind of saying, Rez, they, they feel they will use Christianity and religion to validate the cages and all this other stuff and not even really look at exactly what's going on right there in front of their faces. So I'm like, I, I was like, bruh, he literally had like his, his, his guards smoke out a protest to take a photo shoot with a Bible that was held upside down. What? Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Now he, he's trying to win our heart backs with uh, Man, miss me. dollars. Miss me that, bro. Um, who, uh, Rock, have you done the question yet? Last question. Get off my question. Was that? Your yeah, that was his question. Mm-hmm. That was his. Rez, you did one. Uh, nah. Give me um, I guess eight nineteen. Okay. Uh, why do you think that some form of religion belief, religious beliefs, is present in virtually every culture? Oh, I think because everybody has their own spin on the same story. It's like the remix. It's like P. Diddy. It's the same song. You just redo it. Like, you can't, like, if something's based in fundamentals, and this is an uninformed, you know, opinion, but if something's based in fundamentals, the more the story gets told, the more that it gets changed. You know, the essence of the story might stay the same, but, like, there's little variations here and there. The more it gets passed on from generation to generation. And I think that, you know, depending on what side of the world you are in, what your culture actually accepts and believes, you are going to have the same story about God that we are is just different characters or different, I guess, portrayals of what their roles were. But yeah, it's pretty much the same song. I think, I think that's kind of my, my take on it is like, we're all it's same kind of like what me me you and rev uh we're talking about earlier about science and god like they're saying the same thing when they say what energy is it can't be created nor destroyed and then we talk about god he's he's never created he was always here he can't be destroyed we're saying the same thing we're just using different jargon for it mm-hmm. well, that's my opinion yeah i kind of i kind of agree with that i feel like i feel like the disconnect comes 
when kind of like I said on the last question, what what the word and the message is being used for. So, because um, even shit like even when we grew up in not when we grew up because we're relatively young, but in slavery times, I mean about the the Bible was manipulated or used <laughs> to manipulate people to worship their masters into doing whatever. And so it's the same Bible, the same word, but I feel like it's just in which how it's being used um, across overseas and everything. Cause at the end of the day, um, at the end of the day, we have our own beliefs in what the Bible is, what it can do for us internally, uh, spiritually and all that stuff. But it's one of the tools that throughout time has been used to control a lot of people at one time. So every culture in the history of the world has been controlled by religion at right, some point. Right. And so at the end of the day, I feel like that's why the message in a sense is so similar because they kind of speak on certain things that they can essentially get a lot of people behind. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like what is ultimately the um, how the message in the Bible should be given or at least translated or viewed as viewed is how it is towards you or in your own life and all that stuff. So, uh, OK, so um, who else is left? Am I the only one left? Ardisha, yep. did, you a, did you have a question? I had, uh, you only asked me one. Do I get two? Okay, you can get another one. Yes. <laughs> it has to be over. It can't be 100 or 200, though. Yeah, like, that's that's stop, okay. like stop playing, man. What you doing? You, you know how this book is. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't pick three. Y'all literally just made me, before I say my question, I just had to go run and grab my theology book while y'all were talking because I forgot how good this stuff is. But anyways, I will do... Mm -hmm. Um, seven hundred and thirty-six. Seven hundred and thirty-six. All right. Seven thirty-six. Uh, all right. So, question seven hundred and thirty-six is from the heart. All right. What? Uh, what was the best news you've ever received? Mm, I don't know. Hold on. Let me think about that. Mm. Is that like best? There's so many different types of best. Okay. Well, does that just, make sense? Yeah, no, it does. You can pick one though. Uh, hey, where do I start? Look. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you think like in my head, I'm like, I just have so much. And I don't know if I want to go deep or if I want to go shallow. Uh-huh. We'll go deep. Oh, you know, it's your okay. question. Don't let me don't let me persuade you. I know, but however, I, I how do you want to answer different this question? Directions. Best news I've ever received. Mm -hmm. Um, huh. Y'all, I'm so sad I got to really think about this now because I want to pick the best best. I could. Somebody, somebody, somebody here is like, oh, so I wasn't the best news? Okay. Right. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. All right. Somebody else want to oh, answer? I got it. I got okay, it. Go I ahead. got it. I got All it. Right, I got it. Go I got because I really had to swarm my brain real quick. The best news I actually truly did receive because it changed the trajectory of my life in the past two years was, and I'll go back to my ex-boyfriend. 
was that he was cheating on me. I think that was the best news I could have ever received. Wow. That's a good spin. I like that. I wasn't expecting that. Like, I was like, is somebody going to ask me why? Come on. Ask me why. Come on, friends. Thank why, you. Why? <laughs> I'm about to I'll, I'll, I'll play the game. You got to be careful because that means so that means we should cheat more. Is that the message here? Should, should we should we hang them into the room? Yo, so we yeah. Cause we, <laughs> no, hello, I'm about so, to say what I learned in that. Okay, hello, we we setting people free. Hold up. Because had I not known he was cheating on me, I wouldn't have never been able to sit back and just kind of reflect on a lot of different things. I would not have known what gaslighting is. I wouldn't have never known what emotional abuse was. These are things that you are super, super blind to when you're in love with folks. I truly would not have known that. And I easily could have refell into those patterns for the rest of my life had that not happened. Or worse, I could have been trapped with him for the rest of my life. Mm. I think that was the best news I ever truly could have got. Oh. Truly. Damn, that's good. And I'm keeping the story light. Just know he was an awful human being. <laughs> okay. Oh, he was going hard. Cold world. John, you know this story. I do. I'm trying to do. Did you tell me? You didn't tell me guy's name, though. Don't say it now because we're recording. I wasn't going to say Nobody knows his name. Okay. Yeah. But you know the story. I do. And like the pitch. Yeah. It was just a mess. Damn. Okay. Damn. I want you to kind of. Okay. No, no you don't. Okay. Um. All right. I can do the, the Spark Notes version. Now, that's, the, that's your business. You ain't got to do all that. Oh, okay. It was like, you were like, I want you to, I was like, I nah, yeah, no, 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 don't, don't do that. 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 I'm so proud of you because a part of you want to say, all right, go, go, go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, but no, you know, that's, that, that's, you know it's that circus. Yeah, no, nah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, no, nah, that's okay. We're not going to do that. All right. Um, Amen. Who wants to, um, who wants to pick, an, who wants to pick another number? And it's your turn. You, it's Is your it turn. turn. Okay. Um, 629. 629. All right. What hot topic usually turns into an argument with you? Hmm. Oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, what hot topic usually turns into an argument with myself? Mm. <laughs> I don't know if I have one. I have to think on that one. I, I truly, I truly do not know. Um, let me see. Let me see. No, I don't. I don't know. I'm not saying that there isn't one. I just can't think of one right now. Do any of y'all have one? While I'm, while I'm over here trying to dig through my brain. Yeah, I do. Okay, go ahead. So for me, it's. If somebody questions my integrity behind something. So I'll give you an example of it. Me and my brother always argue about stuff. So he likes to say that I only say something just for the sake of saying it. So anytime that happens, we always have an argument about this. So you're saying I don't believe in what because it, to me, I take it as so you're saying I'm full of shit. You're saying that I don't believe anything I say. And then when I force him to actually give an example of it, a situation where I'm clearly joking. Like, you, you hear the joke, like, seriously? So I hate when people, in, in, in time that 
my integrity is in, is in called into question, it's an argument. Because you have to come with facts to back it up. Ah, uh, okay. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Hmm. Oh, I, I do have one. Um, when somebody tries to tell me what my emotions are. Like, how to be like, why are you mad? Like, don't tell me that I'm mad. I'm not mad. Now I'm mad because you tried to tell me that I was mad. So that usually turns into like an argument with me. But you were yelling already. I wasn't, but I wasn't upset. yelling. You, and see, and so you, that, you were upset. <laughs> no, see, <laughs> seriously, though, that, that's, that's kind of like a, that's, that's dead ass like a pet peeve of mine. Like, if I'm trying to like, if I'm trying to like work hard at like controlling my emotions and you still tell me that I'm mad, like, don't do that. Now I'm mad. <laughs> and so that's what that's what typically turns an argument. <laughs> it's so fucking it just happens. Like, oh shit. It's so easy. <laughs> it's like manipulating the child. Like, <laughs> I'm not mad. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, I am. <laughs> now, now I am. Shit, you told me I was. Now I am. Since you want to put that spirit in me, go ahead. Oh. Now, now what you want to do? Now we both mad at each other. <laughs> don't, don't receive every spirit people try to give you, bro. <laughs> Words to the wise. All right. <laughs> so does that work the opposite when you're mad? Hey, you're happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> okay, nah. calm down. Nah, it doesn't work. Okay. Just don't say nothing. Just don't, just, let's just continue having a conversation. Don't just be like, why are you mad? I'm not mad. Don't do that. That's, maybe that's just me. I'm working through no, it. No, it's God, not. God, God's not done with me. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm working through it. I'm journaling. I'm trying, to, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to work through that. So. But um, have you ever thought that it's not because you are legitimately mad, but that's just kind of how that person receives that from you? I've thought about that, but then the question back. The, then the question becomes, Ardrisha, is in what way do you communicate to a person? that they don't receive it in the way that they're receiving it. Have you asked that person? Um, oh, because like I've had to flat out tell somebody who loves to cuss when they get mad. I don't do that because my like in my family, when people got mad, they would cuss and yell. I don't like when people cuss and yell. That's mm. so uncomfortable to me. And I had to say, hey, don't talk to me like that. Like to me, that comes off as anger because that's all I ever knew. Mm. Mm. That's that right. makes sense. That Don DeMarco. That does make sense. That doesn't make sense. See, I'm, I'm, I'm going to work on it. I'm going to work on it, Adrisha. I'm telling you. Yeah, and I'm like, and to them, they're, they're like, I'm not uh, I'm not angry. And I'm like, well, to me, that feels like anger. Mm -hmm. That's good. But it's not I mean, anger. Jones we getting. It is. <laughs> <laughs> she got bars. I like her. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> All right, Adrisha, pick... pick um, one more. We could do one more. We could do one more. Pick one more. Okay. We're done. Ooh. Eight forty-seven. Have y'all done that one? Um. <laughs> what are the odds that you've done that? One? <laughs> no, I know, right? Out of a thousand and one questions, we have not done this one. All right. So this is spiritually speaking. This question is: um, How would you define faith? Oh, it's the belief in things that aren't seen. I mean, well, well, yeah. I mean, that's. Well, that is that that is the final. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna be difficult. Okay, oh I'll gosh. use a more practical example of what that definition is: the belief in things that are unseen. So, I'll, again, I'll use the situation of, I guess, 
hardship of any kind that could be death, job loss. I think most people can relate to that right now. Um, how do we have faith in God when these things happen? So, you know, they happen for a reason. Usually I associate loss with the gain of something. And it always takes me to the scripture in James of count it all joy when you go through trials of any kind, because it produces steadfastness, steadfastness in your faith. Don't ask me what translation that is. It's like a combination of all of them, but that's mm-hmm. essentially what faith is. It's going to produce your own faith in God, your trust. It builds your um, reliance on him. And I think people forget that life is not about how strong I can be, but it's a reminder of who he is. Mm. Mm. Amen. Man. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, don't don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, it's the stuff that's seen without not being seen. Don't do that. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm like, that's the, the proper definition, but I was like, I can get a practical example. <laughs> that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Okay, cool, man. Dang. See, I like this game, but I know we've been going for a minute. We've been we've been playing for like almost two hours now. Wow. You see that? Men stay playing games. Oh, sure. Man, I, I guess I guess we can be done. I just we appreciate you for playing, man. Um, yeah, that was dope. Oh my god, this was so fun! Yay! Yeah, I guess if we happen to run it into the future, you have to you have to play with us again. But well, when know. I start my clubhouse houses, y'all gotta get on my thing. Yeah. Oh, we got it. I'm telling you, just let me know when you do it, and I'm in there. So I'm I'm, I'm thinking right now what day I'm gonna schedule it. I'm gonna do it. I promise. You gonna do it weekly? Yeah, I'm gonna do weekly. Oh, see, that's gonna be cool. That's gonna be good. That's going to be good. See, you're going to be all right. Okay. <laughs> I might do a questions one just like this. I'm going to steal it and plug y'all. There you go. Like, at least, pl- like, yeah, at least plug us. You know what I'm saying? Don't just be. Yeah, I'm going to plug y'all. I'm like, okay, for the opener one, we just finna play pick a number. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up, man. All right, man, I guess we're going to get up out of here. It's already 8 o'clock. Yep. And my, my laptop's going to die. So we have yep. questions anyway. That sounds um, about right. I need to so appreciate you for hopping off. I mean, hopping on. Um, I guess. And I'm following y'all while I'm sitting here. Hold on. You are. Oh, I did follow Rudy. I ain't know that. Hey. Yeah, we follow each other. I see that. I didn't realize that. Okay. Well. <laughs> Be easy, friends. Be I'm easy. out like a baby. All right. Thank All you right. for hopping in. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, man. So that was good. That was dope. Good times, good times. Facts among friends. Um. So yeah, man. Y'all want to y'all want to do some closings? Um. What y'all What y'all think about the whole clubhouse thing? This is the first time we've been on here. I mean, I know we're kind of trying to do our podcast from here now, but what y'all think I about? Thought it was, I, I thought it was dope just from the interaction standpoint. Now, if we can get some sound effects in here, dog, it's lit. Yes. No. Yeah. Facts. Facts. We had some people pop in. Uh, Monique popped in, wanted to raise her hand, but she had dipped off before. Um, but I think I think this could be a good a good I, don't know, I think this could be a good thing uh, for us and the people on here. I feel like we provide pretty good pretty good content, you know, that people want to hear. So mm-hmm. I think it'd be dope. Um, anyway, let's get the hell up out of here. I need to find out where my daughter is. She's roaming the house somewhere. Ash not oh, here. Lord. So um, yeah, man. So uh, check us out. Like I said, we're gonna try this this clubhouse thing for a little bit. I think it's pretty cool. You know, maybe we can go on our audience and stuff. Get people popping in here and checking us out. Um, but at the end of the day, 
can always check out our podcast on wherever you listen to podcasts at Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever. Um, search Speak Between the Lines. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter, which you probably already do. Um, and that's it, man. We'll get the hell out of here. Is uh, This is King Gabe signing off. J-Rock. Young Rez. Speak Between the Lines. We are out of here. Good night. One.